Good Friday is a day like no other. It's a day set apart from our daily routines. At this service this afternoon, we ask of you what we ask of anyone mourning the death of a beloved friend. Be present. Pray. Reflect on the gift of that person in your life. We will not ask you to sing. We will not ask you to speak extemporaneously. The important thing is that we are here together. Fourteen members of the extended Newman Center family will offer reflections on the Stations of the Cross. We represent a cross-section of this community, students and residents, people who have worshipped here for 30 years and people who have worshipped here less than seven months, people born in Columbus and people born on the other side of the world, single people, married people, people in other kinds of committed relationships, divorced people, an expectant mother, a grandmother, a Catholic seminarian, a Protestant minister, and someone who will make his profession of faith at the Easter Vigil tomorrow night. But no matter what differences we have, we share a faith that struggles to make sense of this wondrous, good Friday. May our reflections help us to be present to pray, and to reflect on the gift of Jesus in our lives.
We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you. Because of the Holy Cross, you have redeemed the world. The first station. Jesus is condemned to death. We often blame Pontius Pilate for Jesus' death. But so many other people were involved. Judas, Caiaphas, and some members of the Sanhedrin. The apostles ran away. But what about all the other people who never came? I don't believe that there were large crowds at Jesus' passion and death but there were probably a lot of apathetic people around the city of Jerusalem who couldn't be bothered to protest another unjust execution by Pilate. There were probably other people in town who were outraged at the injustice, but they felt powerless to do anything about it. Jesus was unfairly condemned to death. But there have been countless unjust sentences in the intervening millennia. Roughly 2,400 people were executed by their own governments last year. And thousands sit on death row in the United States today. Some of these people, like Jesus himself, are innocent. DNA testing has overturned hundreds of convictions in the United States alone. Jesus is unfairly condemned in our world every day. Jesus dies every time a pregnancy is unnaturally terminated. When we hear stories of people accused of various crimes, do we condemn Jesus without even knowing the evidence? What do we do when innocent people are condemned? More importantly, what do I do? Not nearly enough. I write an occasional letter for Amnesty International, but I've only attended two protests in my life, and I seldom contact my government representatives. If I had lived in Jerusalem in 30 AD, would I have been too frightened or too apathetic to act when Jesus was dragged through the Via Dolorosa? I shudder to think about it. Today, I resolve to see the face of Christ in those who are condemned, whether justly condemned or unjustly condemned. And I'm not going to wash my hands from the role I play in those sentences. <laughs>